0: Queen's spirit for the. <laughs> oh, first. yes, welcome to the OFD podcast. I'm Sauce. I'm Berkey. And Walker is well and truly on. How are we, Chris? Hello boys. How you going? How are you? Good, mate. Walker's very, on. <laughs> very good to have you. <laughs> We're just discussing how many times you probably heard that in your life. Walker's on.
1: Uh, I tell you what. If I got a dollar for every time I heard it, I'd have three dollars. <laughs> 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 no, it's a fair bit. It's um, it's crazy actually. Um, yeah, that happened. What's it now? 21, 22 years ago that, mm. that happened, and I'm still here. Like, it's crazy when you when you think that. It's been that long, like twenty years or twenty yeah. something years, over twenty something years, um, and I still get it. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I always tell me my, my kids about it every night before they go to bed.
2: So you should, <laughs> man. <laughs> Are you yelling that to your son now when um, he comes
1: on the footy field? No, I'm going to let him. I'm going to let him pave his own way. He's actually, um, he's actually not bad bad little footy player chase. So I, I know where he got that. So <laughs> <laughs> where he got that from? His mum must have been a pretty good player before she got to me. So um, actually, footy player I should. Say that, not a player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah it's, um, yeah, it's good to see Chasey Boy doing his thing, young fella. Um, Where is he at? He's down at Crumbin. Um, I'm, I'm actually their coach of the under-13s. It's pretty cool. It's, I've never I've never been a coach before. So yeah. to have that, um, you know, roles and responsibilities for such a young age for those kids, they're pretty impressionable kids at 13. And um, I never thought, obviously my two brothers have been in shame of really handy coaches. Mm. Um, I never thought that I had the temperament to be a coach and to, um, you know, to coach all, all these young kids, all these different personalities. There's something like 48 kids that I coach... 48 different personalities. It's a little bit like myself. I've got 48 <laughs> personalities, but... Um, One can for we eight. see all of them on the body <laughs> today? i tell you, I don't know if we've got enough time. <laughs> you might get about 10 or 11. Yeah. I can promise you 10 or 11, but, um, yeah, to coach those young fellas down there at the Grumman Eagles is pretty cool, and to watch their development and see their see their development as young kids or young men come through and, um, you know, buy into what, I, what I'm coaching them, and hopefully I can pick all the, um, the strengths of all the coaches that I had through my through my days, yeah. you know, Wayne and Craig and my brothers. Um, there's been some horrible coaches that I've had too, but I won't <laughs> be using their... their dish them out, yeah. dish <laughs> me out. No, I'm not... De- I won't be mentioning names. I won't be mentioning names or clubs like South Sydney. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, I, I, getting on South Sydney, they're, they're doing well, aren't they? They weren't doing real real, real well when I was there, but... Um, it's good to see South Sydney back. Yeah.
0: I think when they made the GF those years ago, um, everyone was sort of stoked, sort of became like their second team a bit. Like I, you know, you wanted them to do well because it's like the original, one of the original teams.
1: And that's right. I mean, you look at look what Russell Crowe's done mm. for that club. Like his, you know, the, the marketing, just the marketing side of things, what he's done for that club. Like, you know, you see Oprah, you see Snoop Dogg, you mm. see all these Multinational or massive international stars, reaping <laughs> I mean, the brand. You know, seeing
0: fucking like that Benji Madden and Nicole Richie. <laughs> that one in like an old, it's like an old game on TV, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I know, but like that's
1: Russell. Like, I yeah. was at a, I was at a game. Chris Hemsworth was sitting in his box. Like yeah. I used to actually. This is back when I was dating a a, um, a home and away. Starlet Kate, um, Kate Ritchie
3: <laughs> oh, You're kidding Oh
1: I started getting the shake <laughs> <laughs> um, You know I used, to, I used to take him To the Roosters game So I introduced him To a little bit of football Because he's from um, You know High AFL country mm-hmm. um, So To see him there And see what Russell does I remember I'll tell you a story About Russell um, I was playing for the Roosters My two brothers were playing For South Sydney And um, I'd left South Sydney a couple of years beforehand and went to the Roosters, arch- the arch rivals and Ben and Shane were at South Sydney. Ben had been retired for a year and then Russell brought him back or South Sydney brought him back and I remember getting a phone call from Shane I think it was like on a Thursday afternoon he said what are you doing on Sunday and me living in the house of grouse with five other, four other Roosters players I said to Shane probably sitting at the four and hand getting pissed on the, the beach road I said what have you got going on he said he said, You've got to be at Russell Crowe's place at twelve thirty. I said What for? And he said, Oh, he just wants to have a meeting with us three boys. And I said, What about? And he goes, I have got no idea. And I said, Righto, well, what's the you know, try and find out what we've got to do? And he yeah, you know, he said, Righto, well he said, Russell just wants to have a meeting with us. He said, We've got to be at Woolamaloo at twelve thirty for a meeting. And I said, Righto Perfect. I'll meet you there. So, Sunday rolls ar- r- rolls around. I rock up at Woolamaloo with Ben and Shane, and we roll into the uh, the reception of where they live, where Russell lives. And anyway, we get ushered up to the, I think it was the third floor, and right at the end of Finger, Mo- Finger Wolf, uh, Woolamaloo. So there's yeah, you got the hotel, and then you got residents right at the end. I think. Um, um, Frank Walker or one of the like big guys. He owned the top floor, and Russell owned the complete. There was four units on the National
0: Tiles guy.
1: No, 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 not the National <laughs> hello, Tiles. Hello, no, no yeah, not, I didn't hear him say hello, Frank Walker, <laughs> National Tiles. But there was um, a property developer last name Walker. I can't really re- recall what his yeah. name was. Anyway, he lived on the top floor. Russell, and then each level had four units. But Russell bought the whole four units and converted into one unit for his hectic yeah. it, it was unbelievable I remember rocking up we got out of the lift um, and went into the foyer bit and there was all like rolling stones guitars
0: memorabilia Beatles, mm.
1: memorabilia yeah. and then next minute we roll in <coughs> door opens we walk into like an area where it looked like it was a big library you know leather leather Couches, you know, awesome, like just mm. the whole shebang. the whole shebang, and we walk in, me, Ben and Shane, and in the room there's Russell, his personal assistant, Peter Holmes of court, his personal assistant, and we sit there, we sit down, Russell's sitting in his leather couch, Peter's sitting in his leather couch, the two boys, the two personal assistants, they're sitting behind, well the EAs are sitting behind them, and then in front of them there was a big leather couch for us boys to sit. Anyway, I sit... Shane sits in the middle, Ben sits on, on one side, and we're sitting there, and we're, you know, Shane opens up the line, like, thanks very much for having us, boys, like, what's to go? Anyway, Russell, in his best gladiator voice, <laughs> um, sits down, and he goes, listen, boys, thanks very much for, for coming in today, you know, what we're about to talk about, there's only about five other people in the universe that know about it, so what we want, we want some you know, secrecy or... Yeah, you know, we didn't sign an NDA, but you know what we talk about tonight and what we, today what we discussed doesn't leave the room. Anyway, um, he starts up starts off by that, and, and I'm sitting there and I'm signed with the Sydney Roosters, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on here? Yeah. Like, why am I here?" And he goes, "Well, boys, what we what we're about to discuss, like I said, doesn't leave the room." He said, "Peter and I are looking at buying souse.
2: Yeah, right. Fuck. So you were one so of the he, first. So he drops that on us. <laughs> and I'm like.
1: That's fucking great, Russell, but I've got a contract to roost <laughs> You're actually mic up with yeah. Uncle Nick listening? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not at that stage. Anyway, so um, he goes, so, you know, boys, what we're about to... You know, we're going to go into depth. Why, you know, um, we're buying South. Obviously, he, he was a South Sydney supporter, loves his rugby league. And, like, to sit in that room and hear the conversations of why they wanted to buy South was, like, blew my mind. Mm, like, yeah. I, was, I was 25 years of age... Yeah, you know, sitting opposite Russell Crowe and Peter Holmes at court, very successful family. Um, thinking to myself, you know, this is what I'm hearing right now is is fucking wild. Yeah, like, oh, it's epic. I'm bit on, of history. And and you know, um, you know, he went into sort of um, what makes rugby league teams successful because we've just signed. We've just come from the Brisbane Broncos, being coached by Wayne Bennett, had Oodles of success since '88. Yeah, what made Um, the clubs and, you know, even Sydney Roosters appealing to players coming off contracts. So he went through all of that. And I remember, you know, coming through the grades, like, no-one ever wanted to sign with South Sydney. Everyone wanted to sign with the Roosters. Everyone wanted to sign with the Broncos. Everyone wants to sign with Melbourne because of what the administration does for the players outside of rugby league.
0: Yeah, true. Um,
1: And, you know, like, we went through, you know, at the Broncos, they used to... They, they do everything for you except for wipe your ass. Like that's how good yeah. they are. And that's what makes it appealing for players. What it makes appealing for, you know, families who have a very talented kid in their in their family, um, you know, what the club does for the family as well. Like South I went to South and it was only when they came back into the competition and you know, it wasn't run really well like it is right now under um <laughs> under Russell and you know, we talked about yeah, you know, when at the when we we're at the Broncos, we used to do training camps in Fiji and like that. As a player from other clubs, you go shit. You know they're going, going to Fiji. They're, they're going. They're going I want to do that. I yeah. want to do that. I want to be involved in the club like that. I want to be involved with a culture like that because when you are away for two weeks in Fiji, the team culture just yeah, just yeah. Gels. gels, and then then that breeds success on the footy field. So we sat down, we talked about all that. We're in there for probably. Probably three hours with the meeting and just talking about what we're doing. Yeah. And I, like at the start, I said, Oh, you know, that's good that you guys are going to buy South Sydney or you're looking at buying South Sydney. I said, But where does that, where do I fit in that? I'm, I'm with the Roosters. Like, I'm contracted. <laughs> I actually hate the Rabbitohs. <laughs> he- I, I actually signed with the Rabbitohs and walked out. Yeah. I like walked out three, two years prior because yeah. they promised me the world and gave me an Atlas. And that's another story about the, me walking out of South Sydney. I gave them my money back. To south sydney i didn't ask for a payout yeah. which no one really knows about but i said to russell i said where is that where do i fit in and he goes well you know south sydney are looked upon as you know not not the greatest he said i want to make it a family club i want to i want to include i want you three boys to be the face yeah right. of south sydney now fast forward a couple of months they still hadn't taken they still hadn't bought south sydney's but i would i um, decision to make because l- I was leaving Roosters so I need to secure my my future Yeah. so I rang Russell and said mate listen I'm, I'm leaving Roosters I'm keen to come over to, to South um, and you know be the face of, of the new organisation he said well we, don't, we haven't bought the club yet but pr- I'll rewind back a bit from that c- phone call South Sydney played Roosters two weeks later right and South hadn't beat Roosters for 10 years And Ben kicked a field goal Because he was playing for South Kicked a field goal a Field goal against the Roosters And beat the Roosters Yeah Anyway I, I'm sitting I'm sitting in the Roosters um, Dressing sheds after the game Russell's PA walk Or EA walks in <laughs> Into the sheds And I'm like What the fuck's he doing in here Get out I'm dressed, I'm in me Roosters Suit and tie right, yeah. right, After a loss Feeling like shit And he goes Oh Russell wants to see you In the, shed, in the sheds I said Oh yeah right, <laughs> Sweet I'll come over I'll see my brothers, because Ben and Shane are obviously in there singing the song after popping champagne or whatever. Anyway, I walk in, and in the middle of the dressing sheds, this is no fucking shit, in the middle of the dressing sheds, there's four seats in the middle. Now, this is after South had just beaten Roosters after 10 years, so, of course, there's media everywhere. (laughs) I walk in, yeah, like, I'd walk in and see Ben when he was playing for... Yeah, Northern Eagles and I was playing for the Broncos. Yeah. Anyway, I walk in, Russell's sitting there, Ben and Shana's sitting there, spare seat for me, I go sit down. In, in the, the middle? Mi- in the, in middle the middle of the middle. Sheds, in the middle of the sheds. Yeah. So as soon as I walk in and Russell's there, well, fucking not me, but when Russell's there, the media are just all around. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he goes, oh, listen, Chris, thank you very much for the meeting two weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. He goes, I want to give you a gift as appreciation. I was like, yeah, right, oh sweet. And in the middle of the seats, there was this big bag <laughs> like this. So the EA walks in. I, f- I forget his name. I can't remember his name. I'll just call him EA. EA gives us two pr- two presents, wrapped in gold paper, one wrapped in um, green paper. Anyways, he goes, open it. I said, I'm not opening it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the camera's all over us, right? It's yeah. Media everywhere. <laughs> anyway, Shane goes, I'll open it. So he opens up the box And there's a bottle of Dom Perignon I was like That's pretty cool Then he opens up the next box And I've seen The crown Of a Rolex I was gonna say On the On the top Right I'm like Are you fucking kidding (laughs) He just bought me a Rolex So By that time I was like Give me my Give me my (laughs) (laughs) present And I'm sitting there like a kid on Christmas Day, just ripping a meteor <laughs> everywhere. In your roosters. Yeah.
2: yeah. In the roo- <laughs> just, <laughs> just lost. <laughs>
1: just the perks of losing. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. Well, if this is what a loss does I'm coming to the rooster. Yeah. I'm coming to South <laughs> Sydney.
0: Fuck, he must have been confident to get the win there. Or you, Russell's just been no, rolling, rolling around with some Dolman three rollers.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so so I've still got it. I'm not wearing it today, but I, yeah, it's a, it's a good, for me, it's a reminder of, you know, when I do wear it, it's a reminder of, you know, what I've done in the game and also to the people you meet yeah. during the game. Like, yeah, we're pretty privileged as rugby league players and I, I think that sometimes, you know, you forget, those, you forget those times and you forget those stories but, yeah, that's a story that will you know, I tell my kids about. Like when you know, you're sitting at home and you're watching a Russell Crowe movie and... Yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to. I'll probably get in trouble by the NRL for accepting, accepting gifts. I <laughs> will oh, <laughs> just fuck myself. True. PVL's coming knocking now. I'll probably end up in jail. <laughs> Actually, I've ended up in jail a couple of times. So yeah. oh, um, <laughs> they know me there. <laughs> they know me there on a first name basis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got my thumbprints. Walkers back. Walkers back. <laughs> Walkers on. But yeah, it's um yeah, it's pretty cool. Just to... it's a. Yeah, it's a good reminder to be able to say to my kids, like, you know, they're the people, not that you get starstruck, but, you know, that's, it's a pretty cool story. Not yeah. everyone has sort of stories well, like
0: that. People probably, or f- well, you forget, because he's Aussie, he's pretty still a pretty big deal. He,
1: he's a massive Dusty. deal, and he, like, I love, I love what he's done for the game. Like, yeah. Like, having him involved in the game is, you know, takes it to a different level, like we see in a couple of, wo- a couple of months. Um, Vegas. Vegas, and I, I, I saw they launched that the other day, and... I'm taking my kids over I'm taking oh my you're I'm going I'm going over well Sam my little nephew who plays for the Roosters. yeah 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 um, we'll go over there and support I think the I think um Ben and Shane and Luke, my brothers are gonna head over too so you know th- these are the sort of things that you know like I said when you're playing rugby league you get the lurks and the perks of it and you know to a friendly reminder that you know it's pretty cool what you do and and, and the people you meet, but yeah, going over to Vegas, and I think that'll be unreal.
0: Yeah, that'd be wild. Have you,
1: have you got Rusty to hook
2: you up with a box
1: at, <laughs> at Vegas? No, nah, I, I think I just I think I just roll in with everyone else and just sit and, sit in the normal seats.
0: Plenty so, of um, Ariane over there.
1: <laughs> oh, there we go. Plug oh, yes. uh, it, plug it. There we go. Ariane vodka.
0: There we so go. after your career, you've got into the vodka, yeah. and we stock it here at the Caxton proudly. It's a good good drop. Jump in. I've got it in my coffee right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the earliest I've ever been up, so.
1: Yeah, no, how good. It's actually <laughs> the earliest I've been up usually, but I've been off the drink for 13 months. So Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is, um, this is my little baby at the moment, um, Ariane Volker, so you can get it all around Every, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Every celebrations um, store, retail, stock at Star Liquors, Waymark's, obviously, you boys the Caxton mm. um, are great supporters, which I really appreciate. Um, well,
0: we, we were one of your first, weren't I
1: think. We? I think you were our first. Shit. Yes. So, um, I, I think s- I in, s- two, s- in two years we sold one bottle. No. <laughs> 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 no, but um, yes, yeah, I think you know, your family have been great supporters of. Yeah, we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah. I appreciate that, mate. So, yeah, you guys, I think you guys were the first.
0: I think we were back, I still remember it, ages ago when you come in and I was like... It was two years ago. Yeah.
1: Two years ago, probably to the day. Um, and, yeah, obviously, you... Signed up and said Roto Walks I'm sick of fucking listening to you See <laughs> you getting your phone calls Just give me a bottle Or give me a
2: case And piss off what? That's, that's, that's not true no, That's
0: no, not no, true no, not.
2: What's it's the best seller That you were telling us about Come on plug it Plug oh, it hard How RTDs? long we got The um, RTDs Yeah so
1: we've just launched Our RTDs So mm-hmm. our ready to drinks Which our cans So they're 3.5% We're in the process now Launching 7% RTDs mm. So a little bit more ABV um, So we've got Four flavours of Sunny Days, which is our party vodka, um, which is Fruit Tingles, Mustick, must Grape Candy, Vanilla Ice Cream, so okay. those flavours, and then not a seltzer, so um, I like the four flavoured sugar. There's, there's a lot of sugar in them, like like the cruisers and your Bilsons yeah. of the world, um, I shouldn't give them a plug, but Sunny Days um, RTDs is our um, party vodka, and then we've got our um, Ariane, so this is called Ariane Vodka. Ariane um, light and lime, and then we're just releasing now our Ariane um, pineapple and our Ariane um, lemoncello. So. Yeah, so I can
0: plenty of flavours. Shareholders, perfect just get around for the silly it, season. Ariane,
1: plenty of. S- Plenty of flavors for silly season. We, um, yeah, so we're those. Those are flying out at the moment. They're unbelievable. Like the the, the feedback that we've been getting from those yeah. in the last six weeks since we launched or seven weeks since we launched with the RTDs have been phenomenal. That's good. Yeah, that's unreal. And then we've got our other vodka, which is Pink Dot vodka. Um, so these these retail for around that seventy dollar mark. Yeah, and then we've got our Pink Dot vodka. So that's our party vodka, and that. Retails for anywhere between 43 to 45, so nice and cheap and yeah. cheap and nasty.
2: Shit, so you know, let, let's start talking about the career. We fucking, we were listening to We, we, Rusty got a whole lot of credit. Rusty got there. some anti. Could we call Rusty now? Do you have his number? I, I used to have Can we his give number. him the bell and say, hey mate, Sauce and I want a fucking Rolex too, mate? Well, he might. Well, I haven't,
1: actually, I haven't got it verified. No, it's verified because I thought it might have come from Bali. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Russell might have been in Bali one day and went, you know what, I'll get the Walker boys three fakes and I'll give it to him and act like it's real. But uh, well, I did have Russell's um, number, but I don't have any more. No. Um, I got caught prank calling him at three o'clock. And that, nope.
2: <laughs> did he ever offer you shares like when that meeting happened? No, like he didn't say to the Walker boys, "Hey, we'll give you a fucking percent well, or something." Well, I tell you what if you had of, well then I would have signed with
1: him 100%. Yeah.
0: Is that like a Is is owning a rugby league team would that actually be profitable?
1: Well, I think that I think now maybe 10 years ago I I you know, this is just a guesstimate, I, I don't think 10 years ago it would have been, mm. but I think now with how big sport is becoming, it's mm. becoming like we see rugby league and rugby and AFL you know, sign these multi-billion dollar deals mm. with um, TV rights. So, you know, you look at, you look at Michael Jordan, he bought um, Charlotte Hornets and, yeah. and sold it for 3.5, like so, bought it for 250 million or something and sold it for 3.5, like those sort of the numbers yeah. that have yeah. been bantered around. I think that rugby league teams, are, you know, if you buy into them, the sellout is a is a pretty profitable one
0: if you yeah. can get it right. Yeah. Well,
2: West Tigers could do with someone. Yeah, like, they'd, it, well, it's all that's probably, probably an exception. <laughs> <laughs> who, who did you – so I remember
0: you played, obviously, you played for the Bronx, yep. played for um, the Chooks, and then you went – was there one in between? Power. Yep, so you played have, for Para, remember. You came back and played Para. played
1: for Power, so basically with, how my career started. Was that
0: with Casey Maguire? With Casey. Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing that, and I was like – because when you guys were at the Bronx, I was like, fucking surely, why can't they come back to the Bronx? And, like, Sean Berrigan came back and played for well, like see, the Warriors or something? He, like,
1: he came back. They, we all went, went over to the Super League, yeah. The Super League came back. I, I started at the Broncos, had some wonderful years at the Broncos under Wayne, and then Harry lasso got me down to Sydney. Um, I chased a girl, chased... Who
0: we are talking about before. Kate Richie. Are we city? not allowed to
2: say her name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that a, what's that? it called? The she's Bay on, on Home and Away? No, she's yeah. on Nova. Yeah. She's on yeah, Nova. Yeah.
0: There's a, well, there's a story here. Um,
2: well, can we get <laughs> into <I've>, it here? <laughs> He's going all red in the face. Oh, Kate, the
0: so Kate Richie and Chris were here. I heard ages ago, a long time ago, Friday, Saturday night. And she... Got kicked out, I think. <laughs> and you, and you walked out there, and she's going, "Fuck you, fucking <laughs> like, the security guards and stuff." Like years ago, just bring it up with the CCTV footage. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be blurry, It'd be very blurry.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, they were very interesting years. I think that yeah, you probably ask her the same question about me. Um, she'd probably say the same thing. No. They were very, very interesting years. Um, yeah, but I, I left. I left. Getting back to the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I left. I left Brisbane. Went down to. I signed with South Sydney. That was. They came back into the competi- competition in two thousand and two after their hiatus, and then I signed in two thousand um, and three after I just played with the Roosters as one of their marquee signings. Shane, my brother, came down with me as a package deal, um, and I was there for I was there for six months, and you know they they just been brought back into the competition. So their their front office was run like a
2: Chalk like pen, chalk pen. It yeah. was
1: it was people running around, fucking yeah. You know, they blokes were doing three jobs, missing, yeah. missing things and whatnot because they didn't have the money. Now, like I said, now with the injection of Russell and what he's done has really improved that, com- um, that club tenfold. So it's good to see South Sydney back, like we said. But I was there for six months. Promised me the world, gave me an atlas. <laughs> um, I um, actually we're in a we're in a meeting and I I just broke my thumb so. I was coming back and um, uh, oh, what's his name? Paul Langmack was the coach and I remember we just had a loss and Lang has come into into a team meeting on a Tuesday and he said, We're all sitting there and you know, he's he's going off his head like if no if, if you know, the way we're playing, there's no passion, blah 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 like just sprayed us. Like gave us a, a spray of all spray and he said, you yeah, know, if if you don't want to be at the club just fuck off you just leave. So I was at the back and I looked at <laughs> my brother <laughs> and I said to him, I think this is my chance. <laughs> and I put my hand up in the meeting and said, right, I'll over talk to you after the meeting. Like, I was brutally honest with him. And I, I walked into him and, you know, Langers and I got along really well. And I said, Langers, I said, mate, this is not working out for me. I said, I'm, I'd am i spoken to Shane about it for a while. I said, you know, like my car, that was supposed to pay for my car. I got repossessed. I was sitting there and... It was sitting on the back of a tow truck because they, like that was one that was part of the deal. Fuck. And, I, and I'm like, fuck, you know, all I want to do is play footy. Yeah. Plus, I was getting death threats by the by the South Sydney supporters. That's because weird. It's weird. Like, and I ring I ring Wayne. I was, I've told this story before. I ring when my first death threat came in. I ring Wayne. I said, Wayne, I'm getting death threats, and he said you don't have to worry about the people who are sending them. He said, you got to worry about the people not sending them. I said, that doesn't fucking help because there's 50,000 people in the <laughs> grandstand and I'm not getting 50,000 death threats so it could be any one of those people. Anyway, I said to Shane, I said, Shane, I'm not, yeah, I'm not happy and then Langer said that so I went and saw Langer and said, mate, listen, yeah, I know what you said in the meeting. I said, and I'm, I do want to leave. Like, I'm just brutally honest with you. Yeah. He says, this is why. And Legos was really good. He said, yeah, he said, I can see that you're not happy. I said, mate, I'm not happy. And I said, I want to enjoy my footy again. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. I said, the losses doesn't worry me. I don't care about losing. It's just the culture that we've got here. And I said, you know.
0: Who were the top, like other people in the team at I the I like time.
1: Fletch, Shane, my brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a. Owen oh, Craigie, there was all these senior players. Fletch yeah, yeah. Captain. Fletch yeah. was Captain, yeah, yeah. Captain Courageous. That's wild. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> he Fletch was he was awesome. Like yeah, you know, yeah, he he's he's a good dude. So um yeah, I, I and then I rang my, my manager and we got out of the meeting with Langers and we agreed that I'd I'd part ways and he goes, Well what what, what what's the payout? I said, Well mate, I'm on three hundred and fifty thousand. I said, um, what I'll do is if I can get a deal somewhere else you guys can keep the money that I was supposed to have for the rest of the year and then put that into juniors or do something what you can yeah. do with it. Like, yeah. I don't want to... I I actually don't want to um, shortchange you guys. Um, so I did the honourable thing with that, but I did the dishonourable thing by not honouring my contract. But, yeah, we see a lot of the you know, contracts with with players, if they're not performing, they get torn up and being thrown out by the club. For me, it was the club wasn't perform- wasn't performing towards me, so I've torn my contract up yeah. for myself. And you know, it's a selfish way of looking at it, but for me it was about improving my football and actually if I'd have played any more years at the at South the way that club was run, well then I'd probably retired after that year at twenty three. Yeah. So I had to make oh, I had to make a decision for myself and that was my decision. And I rang, I rang um, Chris Hall, my manager at the time, and I said, Ori, I said, I want out. I said, I, I can't be at this club. And I've had a meeting with Langers, and you know, he's he's supporting me with it. Yeah. If, if I don't want to be there, well, then it's probably best for the cl- company as, uh, club as well. you were
0: 23.
1: 23. And I gave all my money back, and then I signed with – with the roosters Which would never yeah. happen A 23 year old now Never do that No but yeah, yeah. Like I was on 350 grand
0: That's that, big money Yeah money back, Shit back year.
1: 20 years ago yeah. yeah You could buy a house for Yeah 500 grand on the, on the water
0: Yeah like, So So you did, You went to the Chooks Went to the Chooks
1: um, Had Three awesome years At the Chooks I've got friendships For life um, Premiership no, I missed oh, out. So 2003 oh, we got beaten and 2004 and we got beaten. So I've yeah, lost two oh in a row. Right. Yeah, which, which is not, obviously... So 02 idea. you were at
0: the... At the Bronx. At, okay. O th- yeah, and then, then, o f- I, and then
1: o- o- o 03 at the start of the year at the, rooster, at the yeah. um, at Rabbits. And then left, I think it was like round seven I left. And then I sat out three weeks at the Roosters and then I played the remainder of the year with the Roosters. We got in the grand final, got beaten against... Uh, Penrith, they were red hot. And then the following year, we got beaten against Bulldogs. Mm. And then 05, I left. And then 06, I joined um, Storm. Now, with a, in, in 06, I was coached by Craig Bellamy at the Bronx. He was yep. our assistant coach. And him and I got along like that. Like, we got on like a house on fire. And he sacked me um, with about four or five games to go in 06 because I was living in Melbourne... I was away from my family. I'd never been away from my brothers because, like, my family and I are really, 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 really fucking close. From Ipi, no, no We're not boys, <laughs> <laughs> no boys. I've
0: done my boys. research. Yeah,
1: yeah. on he no, is not they, the, reason, the reason why people think we're from Ipswich is because they, 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 coach, coach, they coach, yeah. yeah. And so in 06, I broke up with. I was breaking up with Kate, and like life outside of footy was fucked. Like I was drinking. Fucking copious amounts of piss. Yes. And I was playing, like, I'd spent more time at Crown Casino in Melbourne than what I did at training. Like, I was football in 06 for me was probably the worst time of my life. Living away from home, I thought I had no support down there. Um, Just broke up with with Kate after four or five years of dating her. And footy was sort of on the back burner for me. So at the end of 06, I remember. I got that pissed before a game. Wow! Then I turned up to the game pissed, so and, and Craig said, "Listen, mate, fucking on the Tuesday, I didn't play." And He goes, "Mate, listen, I can't have you at the club." So that's that's where my head was at. I was I was in a really dark place. Did not, you
0: rock up to the game pissed and they said you're not playing?
1: No, I rocked up. So the day before the game, I rocked up for the for the training. Fucking yeah. still blind. Yeah, and yeah, you, know, you can't get on the piss. Fucking yeah. two days before tra- for, for, before. A, Game, yeah, and he, he just listen mate. Fuck, I can't have you, so I sort of resented him for that for years. But the older I get, the the more reflection I had, then I'm like, you know what, bellyache was only doing the best for the team. Yeah. You can't have a toxic person like me hanging around, yeah, you know, being on the piss because football was the wor- furthest thing from my memory. Like, like, you know, I didn't care, I didn't care about much. I was just, and then I moved back to the Gold Coast, um, lived with mum and dad for you know six months, 12 months. Met um, my now partner, my wife, Courts, um, and Courtney,
2: shout out Courts,
1: Courtney, probably Courtney. <laughs> we part, love you. Yeah, we do love you. <laughs> we, the, the shit that I
2: put her through for the
1: last sixteen years, she needs a gold medal. But yeah, you know, like I, I'd known I'd known Courtney for since I was fifteen. Like we grew up in Toowoomba together, and yeah, we got three amazing kids, and um, yeah, and then and then, um, oh, funny story about the Titans. See, um, you know, fighting three, four or five. John Cartwright was my assistant coach at the Roosters. Yeah. Anyway, so Carty was a coach of the new franchise, the normal, Gold, Coast, yeah. Gold Coast Titans, and I'd moved back to to Gold Gold Coast say August in two thousand and six, and I was I was thinking about retiring then. I just had enough, and then I was living with mum and dad. Sort of got back on the straight and narrow because I was I was around my family and home environment and all that sort of stuff. And then I started training again. And Chris Orr, my manager got in touch with me he said oh listen i'm hearing you're training i'm back training i said yeah mate i've been i've been training and looking fit again and you know get my life back into order and he goes well why don't we have a look at trying to get you the titans and i said mate yeah right i will no i initially made that call i said well, what like i'm back training why don't we try and get back to the titans and he goes oh he said i don't think michael searle is a big fan of yours he said i know john cartwright likes you from the days at the roosters anyway i said well fuck what's the worst thing they can say and he goes, yeah, right, oh sweet. So I will reach out to um, to Michael Searle, who was the CEO and the founder. And he goes, said Ori, no fucking chance. <laughs> that was a, that was a conversation. Today. He said, I am not fucking having that liability in my club. <laughs> that is the worst they can say. And they said it, and they said no fucking chance. <laughs> anyway, and I thought to myself, that's a bit rude. Yeah. Anyway, Thanks, so fuck it. Yeah, I think fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, so I I um I made the decision to. Just keep on training and then um Cardi sort of found out I was doing some training he was semi interested and then Ori made another call to Surly. Surly goes, No, mate, I, I really don't want him at the club. Like, yeah, we've got a clean image. I know that he's got a bit of a bad boy um image. He'd been locked up a couple of times on the piss and you know, got kicked out of origin camp, got captioning and sprayed. So all that all my past was yeah. was coming up. Anyway, so I made a decision. I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm just gonna rock up at Michael Searle's office. So I rocked up. Got to the reception. I knew that Surly was there, and I said, oh, "I listen, it's Chris Walker." I said, "I oh, any chance I can have a meeting with Michael Sur?" So turn up unannounced. Anyway, she walks out the back, comes back. Nah, he's he's in meetings all day. Yeah, you know, there's no chance. So That's like, bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. So he told her, <laughs> he told her, fucking all this stories. Anyway, so what I did is I rocked up the next day. Michael Surly. Nah, he's busy all day. Righto, I'll come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow come back the next day, come back the next day. For about probably two weeks, I turned up every day. Eddie a's, fuck it, I might as well just have a meeting with him because <laughs> <laughs> he's been real
0: persistent. Because I was back training. And I was Doing like, that would show that you want to fucking play. Committed. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: he rocked up and he walked in and, and I'd met Surly once before and um, we sat down, had a big meeting and he he was coming around. I know he was coming around but then he was still tell, telling Ori that no, I don't want him. So I just kept on ringing him and kept on turning up and he's like well fuck it I might as well give this fucking bloke a chance. So obviously they him and um, Cardi had a meeting and Cardi said well listen any looking back on it we probably should never have done it but he said right I will sign him on a on a training contract, training trial contract and we'll put this bit, um, we'll put the clauses in that he can't drink because I'm <laughs> fucking terrible on the piss. Like you know.
0: So you're not that bad.
1: Oh, <laughs> don't bring out the CCTV footage of me being around here. But um, anyway, so we end up we end up striking up a deal and, and got the deal done. And I went and trained. I was training the house down. Um, went out, scored the first try for the Gold Coast Titans, kicked the first goal. So that that sort of that little moment for me is a moment that no one can ever take it back from me. That I was the first try scorer. So it's yeah. pretty special in my yeah. in my journey. Anyway, broke my thumb in that game. Turned out that I went out and got on the piss. Like, we, we put it out there in the media that I was going to be off the piss. And I went to a mate's birthday party, had a few drinks, went to Melba's, and I was walking past a bloke, So like, half sober, but I was out... And I knocked his drink over accidentally. Apologised. This guy woke up the next morning, sent Michael Searle. I was out injured, so I shouldn't have been what? drinking. But he sent Michael Searle um, an email saying, how dare you, a new recruit. Like, just went to town on me. He said I was blind, rotten, drunk. So a shitstorm happened. Searle calls me in. They were going to sack me. Cardi's disappointed because, you know, I've gone yeah. against my word. Anyway, so I went into rehab for three weeks after that. And... I tell you what, being in rehab. Fuck, that's entertaining. Like, <laughs> I, I realized because Wayne, when I got out of when I got out of Rio, Wayne Wayne rings me because I was still con- keep in contact with Wayne. I was still keep in contact with Wayne Bennett today. Like he's a fucking legend, and he rang me and he goes, "Oh, how was it?" And I said, "Wayne, I've, what?" And this is um, this is serious. I said, "Man, me being in rehab for three weeks has made me realized that there are a lot of people out there with a lot of problems, and I don't really have like I've got issues, but I don't have that much yeah. of an issue. Like my life is actually." Fucking pretty good. Bit of good. perspective. It gave me perspective, and yeah, yeah, you know, there were guys. Like some of the <coughs> group therapies, which I never talk about um, publicly. It's like some of the stories that people would tell me about their lives in the group therapy. Like, it was really entertaining for two hours to get in there and listen to what people are the issues that they had. And I was like, fuck that, you know. I don't have that. Like,
0: I'm playing fucking footy. I'm
1: playing fucking <laughs> first grade. I'm 26 years of age. Like 27 years of age. I should be fucking happy Mm. with where I'm at. Anyway, I was there for three years. I snapped my Achilles, missed the 2008 season, and then um, end of 2009, I had an opportunity to go over over and play at Cattle and Dragons um, in the Super League. Went over and did that for a year. Living in France was unbelievable. Courtney was pregnant with um, our now twins. So I've got three kids, Harper. She was two years of age in France. And then then Courtney fell pregnant over there. I was supposed to be there for two years, and it, it was really... It was a really hard situation. Like Courtney wanted to be home with her family, which I get. I wanted to be home with my family too. Mm. Um, and she was pregnant the whole time we were over there. So she didn't want to come back and have newborns in a new in a new, company, in a, sorry, a new country. So we ended up coming back and then I played one right year at Parramatta and then I had an earth-moving business going as an exit strategy from football um, three years prior to m- me signing with uh, Parramatta. And then it started taking off, so I, I retired and... Now I'm in a vodka company. Actually, Nate Miles is a part of the the, the vodka company. Is he? Yeah. Is he a really? partner yeah. in it? He's yeah, a partner right. in it. Oh, um, yeah. I love Nate. Like he's a
3: legend.
2: Yeah. Isn't he married to a home and away bird? <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> Shit, that's like part of the. Uh, it's part of the <laughs> Part of the criteria <laughs> to get into this bloody vodka <laughs> business.
1: Yeah, Tess. Um, yeah, she's she's awesome, Tess. Yeah. She's um, she does wonders for Nate, and she's yeah. perfect together.
0: What's um, all those teams and years? What's your Probably your fondest memory mm. Like your favourite sort of
1: Well When I was at the Sydney Roosters I lived with Four other footy players
0: Who were
2: they?
1: So Brett Finch Anthony Minichello Mick Crocker And Todd Payton
2: Yeah right Shit that's a Todd motley Payton crew and and it, was, and it was The
0: current Cowboys coach
1: And it was called The House of Grouse And we're yeah. 24 years of age And we were there for 12 months And I think when we moved out The house blew itself up <laughs> Yeah right Because <laughs> if those walls could talk oh. And that was before Camera phones too Yeah so, Um. The shenanigans in that house were wild. We had a um, when we first moved in because we knew the owners and the and the and the managers of all the nightclubs and the pubs in the eastern suburbs and living in Bondi as well. Yeah, like, you just sort of playing for the roosters. Roosters, yeah. Anyway, we had a housewarming party when we first moved in, and remember Sneaky Sound System?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Sneaky Sound System played. At, <laughs> at your house. At our house. They, de- <laughs> they DJ'd in oh, our house. You no. Anyway, we were all sitting there We and all the owners and the managers of all the clubs and the pubs, like they donated kegs, cruises were big back then, yeah. they donated all the piss. Anyway, we told them probably three weeks before, anyone that comes into, the, into your establishment that looks half decent, invite them to the party. <laughs> this is when it's on, this is when it starts, this is the address. So... Get this (laughs) So at 8 o'clock Sneaky sound system Bounce in They start setting up They start playing the tunes At 9 o'clock Anyway there was Me and the boys And and Jason Kalis No yeah Jason Kalis um, Sitting there At 9 o'clock And we're thinking This is going to be A fucking fizzer No (laughs) one's going to rock up Anyway So (laughs) We're thinking What's going on here Like no one's rocking up Because we said It starts early Yeah yeah 11 o'clock rolls around There's like Three people Four people in there That we didn't even know Like Grouped (laughs) rocks up So we're thinking Oh well that's a start There's going to be Fucking seven of us That's That's good Or ten of us That's going to be good By one o'clock There was about Fucking 400 people (laughs) In there There was about 400 people in our house. Yeah. Sneaky sound system of busting our tunes fucking left, right and centre. Because what we did is we told our next door neighbours we're having a party. It yeah. could get a bit wild. Come over. <laughs> Come over. Yeah. We, had, we had swingers next door. That, the next door. <laughs> Here <So> we <laughs> go.
2: Keys <laughs> in oh the bowl. <laughs> oh. so they,
1: they didn't rock on over. <laughs> right. there, were, there were, I reckon, like through the day, there would have been a thousand. Like It was a massive house with a massive big backyard. Yeah. And there were just people Everywhere Like yeah. I'm talking Like it was jam packed And then we had like A little dance floor In the thing And there were just People going nuts
0: Did you Was this 1am or 1pm when No 1pm When it, no, 1 when one, it kicked oh, off Oh right Okay no, there, no, So it was, so like started It started day Started at daytime okay. And it didn't
1: finish till about 2 o'clock In the morning Fucking <laughs> hell And we were usher, ushering People out And there were still People rolling it. Like it was it was one of the best house parties of it, like
0: Project X.
1: It was, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and the ratio, the ratio was like ten to one. Wow, like, oh, wild! Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. And anyway, you go, we, we, we'd go out for the next twelve months, and we'd have people rock up They didn't even know going yeah. on. Oh, your house party was the fucking, and even today, like people still talk about the house of grouse. It was, <laughs> it I, was twelve months of debauchery. It I've, was unbelievable.
0: I, f- I feel like there's a group of players down that call their house the house of grass is it I, th- I swear i've heard it on like somewhere it, it, Some
1: it's like the
0: you guys have set a legacy
1: we, we've said <laughs> and you know what's so like a lot of the a lot of the um lot of the current players yeah you know, that uh, that i run into a lot of them ask me about it like they say listen talk to me about the house it was but the thing is what we did really well like we we Partied hard, we trained hard and we played hard.
0: Well you's, yeah, you We won. had to, we you had won. To, we, we, yeah. went,
1: we got to the grand final in two thousand that yeah. was the two thousand and I remember because Toddy Pate and I were living together, um, and then we had to move out, then Finchie was living with his mum and dad, and then fucking um, Minnie was just broke up with his missus and then Croc had just so Croc was Croc moved in three three weeks after we'd all moved in together and when we when we signed up the house, Ricky Stewart said, Listen, there's fucking no way, this is up. <laughs> and we said too late, mate. We've already paid the bond. He goes, no. He said the club will pay the bond. Like we we fought tooth and nail for it. And one of the one of the sp- stipulations were, he said, if he go like we 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 got him around after about two weeks because he was fuming that we all moved because it was
0: half the team. Ricky, Ricky, be like, I want to come to the party.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he did. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. So he, he goes, no, boys, we're not. You know, you guys are not doing it. Like this is, like this is half my team. Yeah, you know, I know what goes on. I know what you're gonna do because we were partying pretty hard anyway. Like we would. This is in 2004. We played. I think we played out of the first 15 rounds. I think we played like 12 Friday night games because we we're on fire. Yeah, yeah, getting the prime time. Get, we we're getting prime time. So our weekend. This is what our weekend would look like. We'd go out Friday night, finish up at three four o'clock in the morning, roll into rehab do our rehab, do our swim, massage, you know, recovery with the team. And then as soon as we'd finish that on a Saturday Saturday lunchtime, we'd roll straight down to the Beach Road Hotel at Bondi. We'd get on the punt. We'd get on the piss. We'd finish at, like, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock Sunday morning. (laughs) And then... Sunday sessions, would roll into a Sunday session at Icebergs or Oveces yeah. and finish up at 12 o'clock Sunday night. So we'd be on the pierce and then we'd have training Monday morning. Oh. And, but the thing is...
0: You sweat all out. But
1: the thing is, what, like, the guys that lived in the house, when we'd do fitness, we'd lead. Like, we were, we were the, the guys in the house, we were some of the fittest guys in the team so yeah. we wouldn't shirk our responsibilities yeah, yeah yeah and that's and that was something that we spoke about with Ricky Stewart he said, we said to him if our form starts dropping we'll, we'll split the house up and we'll move out like yeah. that, we've got no drama so we had to we had to like we went into full negotiation mode with with Ricky and Ricky's yeah, you know, being Ricky sat down, listened to us, and said, "Right, oh well, you know, if I can see your form or your behaviour or whatever, if it starts dropping, well then you boys are done. You're out. House like, of Grouse the House is done. The House yeah. of Grouse is split.
0: Well, that's what that's like. What Wayne's like, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of kind of same. So he he's massive on not. Uh, or what well, he, did like teams in the past have had like drinking bans and stuff? Like he's like fucked that.
1: No, Wayne. Like, the best thing about Wayne and the reason why. He, at you know 140 years of age he's still coaching. coach <laughs> um, is because he can relate he relates to kids that are 18 yeah. to 35 and he can get on their level really quick and the best thing about Wayne is Wayne treats you like an adult he doesn't mm. treat you like a school teacher school kid he in relationship
0: i've i've never met him or had a conversation with him but I, he just reminds me of like a wizard like he's just a wise old man just a wizard like like dumbledore or something
1: <laughs> well he looks like he. um <laughs> No, but what, what Wayne does, and, you know, you've had footy players have been coached by him sit on the couch, what he does, he just gives you belief and he makes, he gives you the option to back yourself and as a coach, if, if you've got a coach that allows you to go out there and express yourself and back yourself in any situation on the footy field, even off the footy field... Um, yeah, that's that's the best coach to be coached by.
2: Yeah, what was Mick Crocker like? like oh. Have you got some stories that you can just fire away on oh. that, loose unit? Oh, he Croc <laughs> back in the day. I'd hate to run into him in a dark alley. He's he one of the one of the loveliest. I was still,
1: like the friendships that I've got from football. He's he's up there with the top. He's yeah. up there with my top mates. Um, lives on the Gold Coast. I see him regularly, and you know when you get with Croc. Um, he doesn't do things in halves. It's all always one hundred and ten percent. Friendship's the same. You know, works the same. Footy's the same. It's you do it and you do it at one hundred and ten percent. You give your best, and that's <coughs> what he does. And he, um, uh, uh, like, he's one of the loosest blokes I've ever met. In my life. He, um, his big thing was his big thing is what when he'd get a, get on the piss, he'd skull, he'd just skull beers. He'd just open up his gullet. Get the beer and just open up his gullet and it'd be gone within four seconds. Yeah, right. One of them. I remember I remember
0: being on the bus. And that. then and
1: then he and then he smacks himself and punches himself <laughs> in the face. Like, what are you doing, you fucking lunatic? You're already you already punched drunk anyway from <laughs> playing footy the way you did. I remember back in the day, this is before this is before the concussion. You remember when right? he
0: got kicked in the head with the footy? <laughs> oh
1: yeah. He got knocked out. <laughs> oh, I've seen croc. This is before you had the um, the head knocks. This yeah. is before um what's
0: it called? Concussions, uh, HIA's, HIA's. Yeah. This is
1: before HIA's. This is no shit. Croc would get knocked. I've seen him get knocked out three times before half time.
0: That's fucked.
1: Three times before <laughs> half time, and then you know what he'd do? He'd just fucking play as hard as
0: he
2: could. Yeah, yeah
1: he'd make like a try-saving tackle in the second half. And and that's that's Croc. He does things at a full hundred and ten percent.
0: He he was just. Like a machine, hey. and he's not big. Looks, was he big? Like not massively, not massive, not yeah. massive. He was Just like with He was like, like
1: it. Your, your Victor Radleys of the world, where fucking nothing. Like you're running tough as nails, tough as nails, yeah. and knew that if you looked across the field and you saw him, you go right. oh fuck. I'm in the trenches with this bloke. Yeah, like, we're going. Yeah.
0: That'd, that'd be an awesome feeling Like that'd be like um, He wouldn't let
1: you down Exactly nah, Him yeah. in Origin where, where was where real. They'd look around at me and go Fuck yeah. Walks us on me team yeah. Fuck <laughs> What's he gonna do today
0: So how many Games of Origin Did you play <coughs> Played six Yeah Memorable um, Fucking six too
1: Yeah really And then Again Being on the piss um, In 03 Oh sorry 04 We had a um, We had a Origin training camp Here in Brisbane mm. um, Rules were We all got Got on the piss Started at the casino and then we had a curfew at one o'clock. So of course when I hear curfew and you gotta play by the rules, I went the other way. Yeah. So if they had said to me in used reverse psychology, listen, Chris, I want you to go out <laughs> after one o'clock, I would have been tucked up in bed.
0: Ten a.m., but ten PM. I would have been,
1: been I would have been in bed by twelve o'clock. <laughs> I would have been made sure but they said, Chris, do not go out after one o'clock, you've got a curfew. Yeah. So me, the personality I've got went, Fuck you, I'm going right <laughs> what
0: out. What time you roll in?
1: I actually went out, got into a fight in the valley, oh No. got locked up, got capsicum sprayed, and got locked up in Origin. <laughs> so the full, the, the full, full shebang, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's like, what I was going to say. I was like if you kind of like if you do that in Origin, it's kind of play on, but I don't know you got if you get capsicum sprayed in uh, the valley.
1: I got capsicum sprayed, and it was. Oh. Oh, I remember. I still remember it as clear as day. That copper. The coppers, they weren't real friendly either. They yeah. they treated me like a second-rate citizen. They treated me like a piece of shit. Yeah.
2: And they would have known you? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They,
1: they knew me. And, and they took me to the watch house and they fucking hit, like, like, like the video footage, I've got the CCTV footage of me fucked up. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and we're living in the house of grouse at that time, yeah. so when I went to court, I got the Back then, I got the DVD. That was, that's how long <laughs> ago it was. I got the DVD, and I I said, "Boys, right, roll into the kitchen, roll into the lounge room." I said, "I'm going to whack this on," and I whacked it on, and the boys fucking pissed themselves laughing. Yeah. It wasn't funny at the time for is me. Is this in the watch house? No, this is this is of the, the CCTV arrest. footage of the arrest of the arrest. Yeah, and I can't, I can't, I don't know where the DVD is. I lost it. I'm filthy because. It was fucking hilarious. Like me, I'm just about to get into a cab. These three blokes come rolling past the cab, and they and you can see them just mouthing off at
0: Yeah, yeah, just
1: so I it rolls around. Thirty seconds later, shows me shut the door and then shape it up to these three blokes because <laughs> I can't fight. So I don't know what I was what I was thinking trying to shape up to them. And then it just shows me getting absolute pumped by the coppers. Like caps like, yeah. I reckon they would have emptied ten canisters on <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck> that. <laughs> so How'd mate, that feel? How's that feel? <laughs> they, oh, it stings! Yeah, it, like your eyes just like you you it paralysed you. And I'm up against the wall. Goes in your nose. Goes in your nose. Yeah. They sprayed. They sprayed it all oh. over my body and everything. So my back was killing me. Make my chest. Spew. Yeah. So I'm I'm up against the wall. Like I'm like it shows. Yeah. I'm fucking.
0: Like, Resi- not like, like not resisting, not resisting,
1: and this fuckwit copper just comes up underneath my arms and just hits me again for no fucking reason. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like when you when you surrender. Yeah, you, like yeah. when you're done, you're done. But this fuckwit just comes up and hits me again for fucking shit. Did they hit. get in trouble or no? No.
0: Although
1: no? oh, my solicitor goes because they've done research on too much, caps- like people have died from too much. Caps- really? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. it, It's been. Anyway, <clears throat> then they get me and I'm like walking to the into the back of the yeah. paddy wagon, and then they're fucking throwing me in there. Like, they pump me. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm in, I'm in the watch house. I roll out. And as I roll out of the watch house, the news breaks. So the news breaks and I'm locked up. So they must have rang the... You know, so I roll out of the watch house just down the road. Mate, there's Channel 7, 9, there's ABC, there's all the yeah, cameras. Yeah, yeah. There's about 30 reporters sitting out the back of the watch house. So I roll into the car, get in the car, go back to the casino... There's a obviously a a, you know, a meeting a crisis meeting with the managers and the coaches and um so that all that all happens pretty quick. Um, I get kicked out. They say, "Listen, you're not welcome in the Origin camp." Virtually, Steve Walters gets a big black nico. Gets my name. You know, never to play Origin again. So oh. that was holy shit. Yeah, he so was he, here the other day. Yeah, he was actually. He was. I was pretty disappointed in, in the way Boxy handled it. Actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it had been Wayne Bennett being coached. Because yeah. this, this is what Wayne Bennett does exceptionally well with his players. He treats them like he, if something happens off the field, he doesn't throw them under the bus. And I felt like I was thrown under the bus Who? and didn't give me an opportunity to, to explain what yeah. happened. Whereas what Wayne does, he takes it behind closed doors, yeah. takes it away from the media where Boxy was a manager, probably didn't know how to handle it. You know, he sort of just fucking see you later. Mm. Yeah. Who and, was the coach? Uh, Michael Hogan.
0: That's right
1: And so what Wayne does really well Is if there's a crisis with one of the players He brings it indoors Finds out what happens And then he doesn't make the player go out He goes out And doesn't have a press conference He just tells the media When I'm ready to talk Fuck off Like give me me time to process this And what he does Usually by the time he processes it Which is a month Something else (laughs) happens And they go on to some other player Yeah 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 So he's really good like that So I I rolled into, you know, they send me on my way. I go to the Brisbane airport. By that time, the Roosters, they've already organised a a press conference, so I get back and do a press conference and, you know, roll into Sydney airport and there's, I think there was about 50 reporters. So they had had to sneak me down the back of the airport and roll me out and then I just rolled into a press conference that afternoon, explain what happened, but never played Origin again after that. Fuck, wow. you would have been gutted. Yeah, I was gutted. I said, you know, there's no fault of anyone but my own. Like, I take full responsibility for it. Like, yeah. You know, but you know, 20, what was I, 24 years of age, you, you sort of, you know, you pr-
0: Probably wouldn't happen these days, would it? You wouldn't just put a black line through someone, you know, for one incident, I don't think. I don't, I don't
1: know. No, well, I mean, it was a pretty big deal at that time. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so that's, I mean, you know, I never look back at any regrets through my footy career and what could have been, but yeah. that's something that I would have I would loved to play more than six, and I think that, you know, if I had to behave myself, I probably could have played, you know, any, any, any number yeah. over 12 or 18. So, um, But, yeah, that's... Yeah, you know, that's a part of my journey and yeah. I can't change that and I don't look upon anyone or anything bitterly for it yeah. because it, it's ultimately my decision and my actions that got me into that trouble.
0: I, I was saying to Berkey on before you come on, I said he was probably the best like number fourteen. Yeah. Like ever. And <laughs> and but I was gonna say what was your favourite position?
1: Doggy. No. Um <laughs> 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 Oh oh,
0: oh on the footy field. <laughs>
2: There we go, shareholders. <laughs> we told you we are well, going to get mean, more personalities here. Do you meant?
1: Do you meant, did you meant yeah.
2: um, No, I, I
1: love playing. I love I love the way that Wayne used to coach me. He used to coach me in the centres. Yeah, I'd play centre and attack, and then because I was a liability in defence because I couldn't tackle. I thought defence was a thing that went around me house <laughs> um, because I was a bit of a liability on the yeah in the, the defensive side of things, and also too like he wanted. Yeah, you know, on a kick return, he wanted me to get back because in open play, he yeah. really liked the way that I played in open play, and I loved. You know, when you when you had that situation of having, you know, a ball come down to you and you look up and they're you know they're coming down in one line, but you can create something in that. So he used to play me attack in the centres, and then I'd, I'd jump out and swap over with a like a Mick Devere or someone who was playing who could play, you know, um, you know, centre in a team yeah. defence. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoy playing centre, and I enjoy playing fullback. But the teams I played with, yeah, you know, it's pretty hard to keep out Darren Lockyer at fullback. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was pretty hard to keep Mini. out Billy Slater at Mini. fullback. Pretty hard to keep out Anthony Minicello at fullback. Fuck, there's some good fullbacks you're yeah. with. Yeah, I play. I play. I play with some Alfie Lingers the number one player that I played with. He was so
0: many people say that.
1: He, like, and this is what I don't understand. Yeah.
0: I don't know, We've got this immortal situation. We, mate, yeah. we, Come we're, on, we're man. all over it. Like,
1: fuck it. <laughs> Like, Joey Johns. I love Joey Johns. No,
0: he was one of the best. I fucking said this. You are speaking yeah. our language and, and on OFD. And
1: you asked Joey Johns. And, yeah. and this is not just me. It's not just me saying this and other people saying You asked Joey Johns who he thinks is, should be an immortal. Yeah. Alfie Langer's first cave off the wreck. Yeah. Why the fuck is Alfie Langer who changed the whole game yeah. when he was playing to how good it is and now it's going back to this stupid fucking
2: Yeah, why'd you know, they fuck it up like this? Like
1: they've gone from playing now they're starting to and it's it's like now they're starting to play a little bit off like Penrith Penrith play really good off the cuff footy. Sam, my little nephew, now people are gonna say, Oh, he's me he's my nephew and I've got to say it. But when I have a discussion with Wayne about Sam, my nephew, this is what Wayne says, and it's Fucking cool that he says it. He said, "Chris, he is the closest I've seen to Elfie Langer in the Jesus. way that he plays than I ever have with any football player." Yeah, is and, he, for, and that's and that's coming
2: from Wayne. Yeah. Are you trying to get him down to the Fins, Mark? Get him back to the no, fucking Bronx, mate, he's, Come on, get him my, back to we the got Bronx. breaking news here, Nick. I wouldn't do it.
1: <laughs> the um, get him
2: back to the Bronx.
1: I don't. I. I, I think that I. Uh, you know. He's not my son, so I can't talk for him, and I can't talk for him because he's a 21-year-old boy, man, young man, sorry, young man. Uh, I know that he loves the Roosters. Yeah. Like, you know, what happened this year by him being dropped, but it also magnified and highlighted the fact that he's actually a good player because when he did come back, he he was outstanding for him. He went to
0: a bit of shit. He's
1: a a wonderful
2: player. He's not living in the house of grouse now, is he? No, I wouldn't let him. (laughs) (laughs) I want want to see him play more than five years of (laughs) first-track. Oh. Who would you are uh, Out of like all oh, You said Alfie But like in terms of origin What was your favourite origin game? Oh, debut Yeah, um, yeah. It was
1: 2001 It was the d- game one Before they um, knocked down Lang Park So we had one game Yeah And yeah, yeah. Suncorp Stadium was revamped after that game I think they knocked it down the next day I think yeah. they I did the, the, And I did you it. killed them And we pumped them yeah. And in 2000 in game three, New South Wales beat us by 50 points, throwing hand grenades. Oh, yeah. Fletch was doing all that yeah. bullshit. Was that
0: the year Alfie scored that try over his head? Yeah. Or was that... That was...
1: O- that was... That was that... Was that um, no, that was one When he came o- back? Yeah, that's right. That was game three.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you yeah.
1: a story about that. Yeah. So, best... Best memory was sorry. Best. Right. God <laughs>
0: Christ, <Berkey>. oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs>
1: Becky! I forgot I was on a potty. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're talking at a pub. You should hear him fart. He's been dropping bombs too. Oh um, shit! Sure, um, no, so,
0: that's just his breath.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is, that what, no. is that what that stench is? I thought it was something else. <laughs> no, it was, ga- it was game one. Um, you know, obviously debut game. You can't you can't not remember those moments, and that was probably the fondest moment I've had. In rugby league, apart from Dayburn. yeah, you, know, you as a young kid growing up in Toowoomba, all you wanted to do like we grew up without a house, without a um, without a TV in our house, mm. so we just to had to go to mate's place to watch Origin. I remember you know, like playing playing for, I never got to play for my country, and that was something that I wanted to do, but playing for my state and playing for Queensland and representing the people of Queensland was the highest pinnacle. You know, Origin in in um. NRL was, you know, a goal, but playing for, my, playing for my state was the number one thing I wanted to do, and I got to do it in 2001, game one. We, we ended up winning, then we went to game two, we got beaten, um, getting back to the story about Alfie Langer, Alf was playing over for Warren, playing in the Super League, and he was doing some wonderful things, and we, we had a few injuries in our, in our sevens, in our halves, and Wayne was a coach... Obviously had a long-lasting and and fruitful relationship with with Elfie Langer and he thought outside the box. And I remember the day that we – the first day we went into camp, we'd just been beaten in New South Wales. It was game three back here. They changed the game back to ANZ because Mm. they were doing the Renos here or revamp here. And we were sitting in our team meeting and Wayne was talking and the next minute the doors flung open. And I was sitting at the back of the room and Elfie comes walking through. And I thought to myself, what the – Fuck is he doing? Is he, is he the he didn't know. And, and no, I didn't know because Wayne didn't tell us, and I was oh. and I was actually thinking because what Wayne used to do in Origin, um, at the start of the week, he'd bring in these guests to talk to us, and it would be you know like it might be a comedian because what at the start of the week, yeah, was fun, and then each day there was a slow build up to the game. That's yeah. how Wayne did his camps, and I remember Elf walking in, and I'm thinking, fuck, you know what? How good is this? Because we needed that. Neither the pressure taken off us because it was going to a side, And I was thinking to myself, he's brought Elf back as entertainment. <laughs> like, because he was so entertaining. Like, Elf, when you're in a team with Elf, you thought, like, he used to bring the fun into the game and bring yeah. the enjoyment into the game. And I thought, Wayne's brought him back. Anyway, two seconds in, Wayne goes, "Right, oh boys, here's Elf. And we all clapped him and you know, Elf walks through. like <laughs> he <does. laughs> And he goes, oh, listen, boys, you know, um yo, know, we brought Elf back, Elf's playing. <laughs> and the room went silent, and we all looked around each other thinking, fucking Wayne's taking the piss here.
0: <laughs> Elf's like 35, is he's, he? He
1: was
2: 34 or something. Yeah. Like, he was crazy. And who was the halfback prior to that? It's
0: so like Paul Green. Or yeah, Paul? it's like... Oh, yeah. Greeny. R.I.P. And, and, R. I. P. and yeah.
2: he's, like, he's like, you know... Um,
1: we we'll are bringing elf back. And we looked around like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. And he goes, no, I'm serious. And then Wayne, like when Wayne put on that serious face, it was like – and I remember, I remember it as clear as day and I'm thinking to myself before we went in, fuck, it's a pressure, fucking, <gasps> fuck, you know, shit. But as soon as he said that, as soon as he dropped that bomb, as soon as he dropped it, I was like, this is wild. Yeah. This is fucking wild. And then the realisation came in, I was like – We've got this. Yeah. yeah,
2: the confidence you would have got Did from that. The confidence. <coughs> it was just the penny dropped.
1: He's playing. We've got this. Yeah. And he went out and he fucking put on a performance. And yeah. He had a block. Yeah. Like, it's fucked. It's he, like, he, he was outstanding. Yeah. Scoring tries. Setting, setting up, up tries. And we went out and won the game. Yeah. And, you know, he got chaired off. And, you know, that, I think that was his last game in, in the Maroon Colours. And, yeah. again, the conversation about an immortal – that that right there sealed it for me. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was sealed a long time ago. But fuck, he put a cherry on the top. Yeah. Like he should be an immortal, and I don't know what they're thinking with their next run of immortals, but he should be at the top of the pops. Yeah. How were the he- celebrations after that oh, guy? I think I party for three days. <laughs> <laughs> went out, and and this is another thing. I, I never got to play for my country, and. Um, I went out with Wendell for three days afterwards. <laughs> Here we and go. Wayne actually said to me before a game we were playing Newcastle, and you know, I obviously had a really good Origin series, scored a couple of tries and whatnot. And were, selectors for Australia were looking at me to play for Australia. And Wayne, fucking, I don't know why, he fucking, said this, but he did <laughs> before kickoff. And I was marking Matt Gidley, yeah. right? No. And he was, he was, he wanted his, he wanted, he wanted to prove himself to to keep his number four or whatever it is. Centers and I was playing centers. We played Newcastle down there, and Wayne said to me, he "goes Listen, Chris, all you gotta do is play a really solid game, and you're in the Australian team." Well, oh, fuck, bit I of think, pressure. I think I think Matt Gidley set up four tries to, <laughs> to himself oh. down my side, and I never got to play for my country. He, he Matt Gidley was a wonderful player, and he's yeah, probably one of the hardest players. He had that, that, that flick, flick. He had that skip. Palm flick, and that was, and he did that mm. to me about four times. Yeah, I think Duke scored four tries on on Wendell, and Wendell was blowing up. And I Duke
0: hated, well, they hated each other too. Yeah, it was, rivalry, yeah. it was a rivalry. It was a
1: rivalry because they were talking about they were talking about talking to their legs. Um, <laughs> there's rumour that. that um, Dugues used to talk to his legs before a game about getting them pumped up. But I don't know how true that is. But, yeah, him and him and Wendell had that rivalry going for a number of years. It was good, healthy rivalry. And, yeah, I just <laughs> – oh, he, he went out and he absolutely towered me. So I never got to play for my country. Dugues
0: genuinely thought he was better than Wendell, didn't he? And Well, I, th- <laughs> like I think I think it was vice versa. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like Dell's ego. Like, oh, Dell oh, – Dell, it's about egos. chalk and cheese, though. Like, Dell's a – yeah,
1: but Dugues was Duke was unreal too. Like he was he. Yeah, he was good. He was he was a very, like like Wendell was Wendell was the peak of the the wingers.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But Dukes obviously for his personality and for him to get up in each game, if he had to if he had to liken himself to Wendell or, or think he was better to get himself up for the game, that floats your boat, and that's what he did. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, they were they were, it was they had some. Pretty healthy games against each other. Yeah.
2: Was Dell your right hand man on the piss? Was he in Origin King? Oh,
1: mate. I had loved it. Everyone
2: with your right hand. Like, I could what have a, reached into any battle and um, anyone. <laughs> what <laughs> about Daryl? Daryl
3: Dar-
0: Dar-
1: Lockyer. lock uh, you yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, What was your
1: alter uh, ego? He's a Teflon f- football, enough <laughs> <laughs> of oh. <laughs> He's a Teflon, that guy. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he was... Like, the thing is, back in those days, before our phones had cameras... Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been the best. Like, it was... Like, we used to do some wild things. Yeah. And things that you got away with that, you know, you could never... Like, these kids these days, you know, I heard stories about, you know, when my dad was playing. (laughs) As well in the 70s and 80s. And then, you know, the 80s was, was pretty wild. And then the 90s were even wilder. And then... Yeah, you know, started 2000s, end of 2000s. It started to tame down because obviously everyone... You know, in 2008 or 2009, Twitter came out. Mm. You know, everyone had a voice. Like, before then, there was no social media. So, before it... Like, when you're playing a game and you're playing in front of, you know, thirty or 40,000... You know, they used to abuse the fuck out of you when you're playing. But as soon as the game was finished... The abuse was over yeah. It was done you, know, you might cop it on the way out to the car You might run into an angry supporter mm. After your loss But you know, you'd go home and You'd sit there Or you'd go out and, You know, Someone might say something to you when you're out But in 2008 and 2009 When Twitter started I remember sitting at home And my phone would light up after a game And I was at home And people were peppering you
2: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> You'd like
1: So then I never knew So I'd pepper them back <laughs> <laughs> And like my dad Uh, said He said Fucking never argue with a fuckwit Because they bring you down to their level And beat you with the experience And I (laughs) used to get beaten all the time
0: (laughs) That's a good line actually
2: (laughs) Jeez I'd love to see you in today's day and age
0: Did they Our dads played against each other Or with each other Yeah
2: I think they played against each other And Mm. with each other Yeah back in the 70s
0: I certainly got the talent
1: (laughs) I got my talent from my mum's side. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually my mum's brother he used to play for the Queensland Reds, Paul Mills. So Yeah, right. You know, they like football yeah. and, and sport runs was in blood, the, yeah. runs in the blood and obviously now, you know, Ben's young follower Sam, he's at the Roosters. Ben's um, second guy, go- um, young follower Jacko, he's in the Australian touch team. And then Tyson, Ben's youngest, he's sixteen, he's in the he's in the Roosters elite, um, under seventeens. Yeah. Um, Shane's daughter, she runs for Australia. Um, like long distance And then my young fella, He's You know Coming through With the Titans So Yeah you know, there's And then Shane's boys they, They're fair footballers As well They And then my daughter She runs um, She's athletics for, for a school And other daughter Plays for netball so Shit you know, walkers on like, We just love our sport yeah. Like we're a massive Like sport Is Is so big In our families Like you know And even when we were kids You know Footy and sport Were, were our number one Like yeah. mum and dad Wanted us to be educated and we were and you know I was probably a C student but you know sport was was our was our you know our got A's, got A's
0: <laughs> in PE. <I> got, oh. <laughs> like an a pluses.
1: In <laughs> prac I did yeah. theory it was a D. So you used to bring me down <laughs> to a B.
0: Mum's a mum's a yank. She she tried to get me into baseball. I fucking wish I did because you see that bloke that Shohei Ohtani. Yeah,
1: 1.1 billion or something. Like it's,
0: it's like 10 years 700, 700 million. Mil.
1: Like. Yeah, th- he plays for the Marlins. I think nah, he's at the Angels. Dodgers. He's at the Angels, but uh, he's going to the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: He that, that other guy. I know who you're talking about. It's something. It's. I'm pretty sure it's bigger than that. Yeah, the Marlins about, guy.
1: But that's that's yeah. what I mean.
0: Like, yeah, you know, Le, Le LeBron's break. his career is like six five five hundred million. His whole career. Well, you and look at played. Messi.
1: Messi turned down one point six billion.
0: For who? who oh, was the, Saudi the Saudi Arabian team. Saudi team. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and to then he played for Inter. Yeah, and then he signed with Miami. Miami,
1: but then like the deal is he, he gets the jersey rights and, and profit share of profit Apple. share and all that sort of stuff. And then I think he has the ability to have like 30% of a new um, franchise coming out. So getting back to your first question, is there money in sport and owning teams?
0: <laughs> Fucking over the, there. The right I don't know here. about NRL. But <laughs> well, I was thinking about that, like that Shohei Otani thing. How fucked is it what NRL players and rugby players put their bodies through and like the collisions and that? For the money that they're getting now in Australia Like um, a million is a big contract here For for one, you know, one year And these blokes are hitting fucking balls with sticks yeah. For 700 million <laughs> I know,
1: I know But we're, having, we're like, having It's like having an equivalent of five um, car crashes I, each weekend
0: I know what I'd rather fucking watch
1: Yeah yeah. <laughs> like
0: absolutely, no, you fall Take me the out bottom to bottom the, of the fucking <laughs> footy game, bro. The, the bottom of the third, you're
1: sitting there falling asleep. <laughs> you're so
0: fucking Have boring. Have you been to a baseball game? <laughs> no, and I don't plan to, <laughs> mate. It, it, it is like that. You get out, you go there, and you go, yeah, sweet. Like third, fourth inning, and you're like, okay, sick, like. What else? What is? What's yeah. going on? No one's here to fucking home run. Like yeah. they do all this shit in the game to make it outside of the game to make it in, interesting. Like they have all the stuff up on the billboards and they do all the kiss little cam. All kiss, that. It's oh. like
1: fucking. I, I like. I, I love my sport. I'll watch AFL. Everything. Like yeah. Anything that goes, I'll watch it. Baseball is a really, really difficult one. Cricket. I love cricket. I can watch cricket. Cricket. Can't in watch our baseball. Yeah. NFL you know, DNA, and NBA, mm, yeah, I'll see yeah. buckle me in on the couch and I'm watching it, you yeah. know, especially the NFL, I love the NFL, like those boys are fucking athletes, yeah. like Like those, even the big lineback- linebackers, they're, yeah, they're like 160 kilos. Yeah, they're insane. Pretty. But they move like an outside Shit, back. Shit, yeah, they
0: do. They yeah. move
1: like, and their yeah. wingspans are fucking huge, like that, yeah. Jordan Mailana, like, you know, have a look at him, he's, he's I lo- massive. I love the Australian boys that go over there and make it. That's awesome. Yeah, That's it is.
0: That's cool. Val Holmes and we won't say old mate. Old oh, Jared
1: yeah, Jared I No, ain't. no poor Jared.
2: If you, um, this is off-field drama. If you had to name your starting 13 for <laughs> off-field drama. <laughs> Todd <drummer>. Carney, captain. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
1: he's off the drink too, the big fella. He's about 10 or 11 months off the good drink and you. he's going good. Uh, well, I speak to him all the time about, you know, like, the reason why I'm off, the, it's, it's weird. I speak to Wayne all the time about, you know, me being off the drink mm. and all that sort of stuff. And he goes, fuck, he said, Chris, he said, you should, you should have been off the drink 20 years ago <laughs> I said you know what <laughs> it, st- it made me start a vodka company for me to stop drinking <laughs> to realise <laughs> it was, it was crazy, crazy. why'd you stop and I said Wayne I'd walk into my distillery and there'd be 10,000 bottles I said I'd grab one at 8 o'clock and start drinking it yeah. and there'd be 500,000 RTD cans and now I just walk past them I yeah. said you know I just don't and you know I, you'd like, feel good like for me for me drinking like you, you see it all the time mm. Be owning the best pub in Queensland you know you're you, like you're around it all the time. Yeah. And for me, my personality, like I love having a drink, but it just doesn't it doesn't agree with me all the time and you know, like me being off the drink, um yeah, it's not because I don't like drinking, it's just because I want to be off the drink and Yeah. It's um yeah, I've been over I think about 11 and a half months now and it's been the best thing for me.
0: The great man Jack Harlow, he doesn't drink, you know that. Doesn't? He's a rapper. He doesn't drink at all and he's a I think he is a Hennessy ambassador, but he says the same thing. He's like, i got goals and I want to do stuff, and if I drink, I can't do it. Like, he wants, you know, I reckon it's just, you just, if you don't want to drink, don't drink. I just, and 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 you're killing it with your vodka and stuff, so fucking, it's proving itself.
1: It's been product, like the productivity that I've had, like, yeah, I love, I I actually really enjoy now going to the pub with the boys and watching them Mm. drink. And I'd, and I don't look down at fucking... You do I don't look down yeah. at people and go, fuck God, oh, then look at those fucking blokes acting like it is. Because yeah. I was one of them. I was yeah, fucking... Yeah. I was over there, there maybe being the biggest fuckwit in the whole place.
0: Do you remember um, Nuss... He yeah. was your player manager, Nuss. fucking the best ever. He hasn't <laughs> drank all y- all year either, hasn't he? No, nah, he's been off the drink for the whole year, and he said he's yeah, going to he have a drink. His on... Southern
1: comforts.
0: He, he drinks Bacardi. Bacardi. Bacardi, Bacardi, Bacardi. zeros. Yeah. Bacardi. He said the first of January he's going to have a a drink. Oh, look out, brilliant. Same thing. He comes here, has a Coke Zero, like doesn't drink, just yeah. relax, like enjoys himself. Around everyone that's on the piss, and he'll shout around and like.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do the same thing, and it's weird now. When I go to the pub with the boys, yeah, you know, they just say there's a group of ten of us. Like when I was drinking, I, I'd know what every single one of the boys were drinking because yeah. I was in the shout. Now I go there, I have a sparkling water, mm. and I'll drink, and I wouldn't have a clue what everyone's drinking. Yeah, and like when I was drinking, I'd always make sure I kept an eye on what, like how if they had. That much left because yeah, yeah, by the time I right. go I'll go
2: the park, I'll go to the make yeah. sure I
0: get around. Oh, I do that. He doesn't know what shouting is. Yeah, he wouldn't oh, shout oh, if a shark fitted. Yeah. He
2: would head. not shout if a oh. shark fitted. Oh. Oh. Which is, this a little alley oop? You two were throwing oh. there to get oh. stuck in. No. That was a
1: laugh. Oh.
2: Oh. Holy is, shit. He said, walked halfway
1: through, I'm going to mention about shouting.
2: I'm ready to get stuck in. So, could you actually name your starting 13? So, who would be your fullback then? Fullback would be Lockie. Yeah.
1: Wingers would be um, Wendell. Um, Lottie would probably be my other other yep. winger. Um, Centres would be Steve Renouf. The pearl. The pearl. pearl. He loves to drink.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the other centre... You? Yeah, uh, probably in captain. Captain's <laughs> <laughs> already been dropped. Five, five, no, 5'8 five, would be Todd Carney. Half would be Elf. Um... Front rowers Front rowers are pretty boring There's no real lo- oh, Brent Coyde I've had a drink with him I took him in there
0: yeah. um, He lives around here
1: Yeah I think he's down, I think he's down. He's He lives yeah, in
0: He's a Queenslander Yeah he's a
1: Queenslander I'd have to uh, lock would be Brad Fitler. He was pretty loose back in the day pretty. Um Second row would be Mick Crocker and um, Luke Rickerton. Oh, Fletch? And Fletcher, I'll chuck Fletcher front, row. Oh, Fletcher front row. I'm only doing thirteen. <laughs> yeah. so I'll have to struggle with the others. Oh, there's probably so much. So. Rick, do you
0: say Luke Rickardson?
1: Oh, Greg Bird would be in there for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'd chuck him in at a hooker. He had, he'd be playing out of position, but he doesn't mind He could any play anywhere. Uh, he could play yeah. anywhere. Uh, and then you probably have the front row. Definitely wouldn't be Shame Webki because he's as boring as Bat. <laughs> Oh, Webby
2: um, <laughs> That's a good side It's a good It's, it's an elite side yeah. yeah It's
1: hard to beat Very
2: hard to beat That's a great side Ash Harrison You chuck him in there too Yeah Yeah, he's Loose I haven't heard Ash Harrison's name He's an old Titan Yeah, yeah. Bronco's
1: Titans yeah. South Sydney He's played Queens, Dukes, yeah.
2: Queensland yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a good footy player Oh, I Nate Miles in there too yeah. fucking.
0: He can be the other funny. Yeah, he can be the other you got front a bench right. That's uh, your Yeah, brother. I
2: was
1: uh, going to say Oh, actually there's a, I could probably go on for days yeah. Yeah, Hodjo uh, didn't make the side. Hodjo the other centre And put me in yeah. coach well, yeah. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be coach Fair
0: enough Todd
2: County captain I'm be coach
0: Alright Well, that's, That might be us That's us I reckon that's
2: us. Mate that was fucking great well, Walker's on for,
1: Thanks very much for having me on, no, on. I've, been waiting, I've, been,
2: I've been waiting for this call And now I got it So I <laughs> hope I delivered. Mate oh. we could get you on
1: again yeah, I'm, Walker I'm, has I've, officially been on I've, I've got a th- million other stories But Yeah I don't know if we can put them on the podcast no, We can, we can I do I a I part in, two I'd incriminate a lot of
3: people <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. That was good fun boys Thanks, Thanks mate I appreciate it Cheers
2: Play that song <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You can go
3: all day You, know? you can go for days <laughs>